Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. because I like worked so hard to get promoted and um, I was like seriously I just barely made it because on, on um, Duolingo which is where I study the language and if you're looking to learn a language I strongly suggest it if you have a brain like mine because it works um, it's not like grammar syntax oriented it's more just learning how to say it and then the other stuff comes later which is really like kind of working for me in a way that language has never worked but every week you have to get a certain number of points and then you can move on to the next league because they have the whole thing video gamed out you know what i'm saying so you get your dopamine fixes when you're oh yeah you have to motivate the whole thing right oh yeah man and i worked my ass off last week i mean like i did like 10 lessons a day i was like well over 200 points a day um and i was on the site up until like the last hour before it switched over and I was just taking quizzes and making sure that I was staying in the top seven of my league to get promoted to the next league. And I had like another 35 minutes and I was several hundred points ahead of like the next person on the list, you know? So I'm like, and they didn't, and their numbers weren't going up. So I was like, okay, I've made the promotion Yeah. and I'm just going to relax. You know, I'm going to stop doing Turkish for a little while and I'm just going to go study my other shit because I never stop. And, um, so I went and studied my other shit, and I was just so confident that I had been promoted that the next day I went and looked, and fuck, somebody had got on there, and in 30 minutes had, like, somehow passed me. Uh, and so I got pushed back down into the fucking losers and wannabe section. The, the Ruby League or the whatever. Rube, the, yeah, the Ruby League. That's Ooh. the one I'm in. Yeah, I'm on, like, the fourth league, and I can't get, I just can't get promoted. I don't know what's going on. The bitch league. Yeah, bitches. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that is how they get you is with, like, the competition aspect where you're like, all right, Miriam X12, one, mm-hmm. two. You're like, yeah. oh, shit, she's done 14 hours of Duolingo today or something. Yeah, no, some of them are crazy. Yeah. There are, like, some people that are, like, way ahead of me, and they don't do it every day, but they have one day that they'll show up and they'll do, like, 4,000 points. Yeah. You know, and it was like, how long are you doing it? You yeah. know, like, that takes a... I mean, two... 200 points I mean I'm dumb and old so it takes me a little longer but 200 points take me takes me an hour I mean at least an hour right. to get through all that shit and um yeah so like I don't know like doing a couple thousand points like that's got to be like all day long yeah all day yeah no, I'm sure there's people who will like clock in eight hours on Duolingo yeah maybe for like their job or something they desperately need to learn that thing like right away Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a job thing. I'm sure that it's gotten some people by the hooks as far as the addictive aspect goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like for me, it's just not quite, like it is encouraging to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's also like it's just not quite there as far as the addictive aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. They try. Sure. But I'm sure for some people it just, it it hits them right, right in the soft spot, you know, and they just get hooked on it. Yeah, and they learn a language probably in the process, you know. So you know, fuck it. But it's definitely got that uh, that pay to play freemium thing going on. Yeah, and, and that um, gets annoying. And they're constantly asking you about that, but it's not so bad on the desktop compared to the um, right the phone. the phone. The phone, they just oh my god, they fucking nickel and dime you on the phone. Yeah. That that app is like just watching you do it, like waiting for the the fucking hearts to show up so you can do more. It's so much more restrictive than the desktop yeah, thing, right. you know. 
Oh, they want you to buy the premium version, sure. which I don't think sure. is a thing on... On the desktop, yeah. You oh, they want you to buy it on there too, but they only oh. have like two ads in the in the, in the sequence as you go through things that remind you that you need to like okay. buy it, and then they give you free premium like every fifty days in a row that you do, hmm. and then you get like three free days. So like on those free days, I can just take the quizzes and just you know go crazy on all of it. It doesn't matter if I miss anything; I can just kind of go crazy. So hmm. yeah, it's a big old learning journey, Spenny. It's um a learning journey. Yeah, I'm just getting smarter and smarter with the turkey. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's all going good? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the study of the language? Yeah. Yeah, it's going good. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and are you about to become a secret agent? I, I think I'm about probably like a, a quarter to a third of the way there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The so, math is... Um, the math, the statistics, some of the geography... And some of the computer science of the test are going to be, if not new to me, but it's going to be unfamiliar territory that I haven't really looked at in, uh, you know, 40 years, mm -hmm. 35, 40 years, you know. Um, it, it, it's all not hard, you know what I'm saying? It's all very basic, over-the-top sort of thing like mm -hmm. that, but um, there's just a bunch of it, just a bunch of it, you know, so... It'll be interesting to see, you know, and, and how detailed that test gets, you know, with dates and names and all that sort of thing. So yeah. we'll see. But I, I mean, I think that, yeah, I'm going to be a secret agent relatively soon. Yep. And she's going to have to stop talking to me, you know. Oh, no, I'll keep talking to you. Well, I'm, I'm a severely compromising individual, you know. Yeah. I don't know if you'd make a very good secret agent. I don't know. I think you would be if you were scared enough. If you were scared enough by yeah. the people you're working for to keep it chill and not sure. say anything, then you'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd actually probably be pretty good at it. Oh, I think I'd be good if I, if I, you know, set my mind to it. But Because you, you have a disarming nature about you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be the good. You don't, you don't come across as a spy right. at all, which uh, would make you the perfect spy. Exactly. Right. Hey, guys, what are we doing in here? Yeah, see? Oh. Oh, how do how do you cook? You cooking drugs? How do you do that? <laughs> See, huh? Yeah, that's cool. You te teach me how to do that. Yeah, you know. See, yeah. And they're just like, oh yeah, we'll just teach Spenny how to do these drugs. Yeah, he's obviously not. No one would just come in and ask us <laughs> what we're doing. Right, right, right. He's obviously not a spy because I'm pretty sure you have to have some sort of like physical exam, some sort of physical test. Yeah, you know. And they're like, yeah, this guy's not yeah, an astronaut. Yeah. Whatever. You're definitely not an astronaut. I am not. Fat astronaut. That's what I thought. Well, there just aren't very many astronauts up here in the Northwest, <laughs> generally. True. Where are you they? Know, they are down in Florida and Texas. Yeah. Southern California, too, I think, a little bit. Elon has some down there, maybe. Right. But I think most of most of the like the humans, they don't really shoot humans into space too much anymore, yeah. except for that um, International Space Station, which... Are they even doing that really anymore? I don't know. I they think don't, it's like they a don't, storage they don't, they don't facility. Have sh they don't have shuttles anymore. They don't, huh? So yeah. how are they getting up there? I don't know. Maybe they're beaming them up. Yeah. Maybe China or Russia might be getting them up there. It's hard to say. Sure. I don't think we are right now, though. They just have like a giant slingshot that they just sort of like... <laughs> I guess it smells horrible. The International Space Station <laughs> smells horrible. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like, air filtration. <laughs> it's like you're not getting fresh air up in there. It's, like, just a giant It's, like, 40, 40 years of just, like, 10 dudes in one room <laughs> yeah. is really what it smells like. Uh, it would suck. With no showers. You know what I'm saying? Like, no showers? I mean, you have sponge bath, but you're not taking a shower up there. Right. Because of the gravity thing. Yeah. Yeah, you can't uh. really, you can't really do that. So I'm sure it just smells like a fucking butt. Yeah. I mean, bad, bad. No, it's got to smell bad for yeah. sure. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And then people just go up there for like nine months. Yeah, you must love science. you got to love some fucking science for that you shit. you got to love science. you might got to be maybe a little bit of a glory hound. Yeah. You yeah. Know? You're yeah. not trying to take anything away from the astronauts, but you're definitely mm, a glory it's a hound. Bit, it's a little bit of glory. If they're not glory hounds, they're pushed into that glory hound role. Yeah. That's like one thing that like, um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into no, that. No, come on. No, 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 studying for this test, you know, like 
you it's so obvious just as a writer you know what i'm saying that like when the when they revised this book to get all the woke stuff in it sure you know like it's all just so sloppily done <laughs> that it's just like tagged on to the end of sections, right. you know? So like you're studying all of the stuff as what it used to be, right. you know? Yep. And then at the end, there's just like this really frantic paragraph <laughs> with just like, and then this American Indian won the Pulitzer Prize. Right. And you're like, okay. Yeah, um, right. We were just talking about like these huge, like, like huge, like, you know, the car, how the car infected affected America. You know what I'm right, saying? Like these yeah. huge social movements. Yeah. And then there's like, yeah, yeah. And Abigail Adams asked her husband to think about women when he was writing the Constitution, and he didn't. That <laughs> fuck. Yeah. And you're like, oh, piece of shit. Okay. You know, yeah. that's that's a different level of things there. But we'll have to write that down and remember that. You know. Hmm. Because that's what they'll ask. You know, a lot of this is all just becoming. It's not only a secret agent. It's called Deep State, Spetty. That's that's what I'm joining. Oh, the Deep State. Yeah, I'll be joining the Deep State. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I want to open up a, a deep fried restaurant with only <laughs> deep fried things and call it Deep State. I think that's awesome. I yeah. think that was that would that would do it yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, I'm going to be one of those people that that's not elected that's responsible for things <laughs> right. that you would think someone elected should be responsible for, right. but it's not the way it works. No, 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 no. We're just one of those like awful soul dead bureaucrats that actually holds a little bit of the actual tangible power of our country. Right. And they're just arbitrarily exercised in ways <laughs> that, you know, may or may not be good for anybody. Huh. Just know? like how you're feeling that Including day. myself. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. You, you want an opportunity to come to America and better your life and your family. Mm. Well, you know what? My lunch got pushed back an hour, so yeah. you're fucked for the rest of your life. Yeah. Sorry about that. Deny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of power for someone like you. Yeah. Uh, it might be too much. <laughs> denied. Denied. That's a D yeah. for denied. It's going to be a lot like doing the podcast with you where there'll be somebody coming in and they'll have like an issue of hope, a, a, a <laughs> list of hopes and a list of problems, you yeah, know, uh-huh. and then at the end of that conversation, unlike unlike you, right. I can either go deny right. or or pass. So it really will be a lot better than the, than the podcast. Well, they're going to really want to impress me in a way that you've never, you've never wanted to do <laughs> I've that. I've wanted to. Mm. I've wanted to have impress you. you. Yeah. Have you? Well, have I you. just know that it's a whatever lost, that whatever that means in your it's world. It's a lost cause. I think. I don't know. It's you know. It's like I don't know if I'm really going to be able to. No, the fact that I the fact that I bring you around so much is testimony to yeah. like how much you impress me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah. so I know so yeah, I know I don't yeah, need to yeah absolutely I don't need to try too hard no no not at all I'd be creepy if you did I hey, think hey Craig I <laughs> I did this thing where I did a thing yeah no I don't know well you are kind of like doing things to impress people guy all the time you know what I mean like you make music you do things for other people to enjoy all the time yeah so it's not like you know what I'm saying you bring those things around but it's not like you're doing them we well, are doing them for me as much as you're doing them for like anybody, for anybody you yeah. know what I'm saying so in a sense it's kind of like mm-hmm. that you know yeah. and um no I definitely need everyone to love and give me attention everyone needs to love me and you like that <laughs> And it's not really so much that they have to be appreciative of what you've done for them, but like they are appreciative of what you've done for everybody. Yeah, that's cool. I would hope. I mean, that's awesome if that's what people. What well, it's people very think. it's very egotistical on your part, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, it's selfless on my part. I'm not I'm sacrificed not, for you. I'm not really doing anything for you per se, but I'm doing this for everyone. And guess right. what? You're part of everyone. You are part of so everyone. So yay for you. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> See, yeah, that's yeah. that's the dynamic. Because there. everyone else, they love it. That's so it, baby. Yeah. That's it. That's it. No, it's a good system. It's fine. Yeah, I was just listening to uh, some, been trying to dive into some new music. and. Oh, okay. um I was listening to this group called the Viagra Boys. All righty. And I think I was into it. I was into a couple songs, hmm. you know, uh, listening to the album. And it's got like almost like a Queens of the Stone Age, but like grimier and like synth poppy, punk, synth punk. I don't fucking know what it is. Okay. Uh-huh. But, you know, it had some attitude to it. Sure. had some catchiness, had some interesting lines and lyrics. And then there was this part... 
it's like this song called Troglodyte, and they're talking about like, you know, you think like the news is fake, and you think that like fucking Trump was good, you're not an ape, you're a troglodyte. You know what I mean? And up until that point, you were on board. I was on board, and it's. But then I noticed pretty quickly. I was like, "Why is that such a turnoff for me?" Because I'm not even like, especially now, I'm I'm not like a fucking I'm not that guy. But I'm just like, oh, it's lame that you guys are like putting. You're not that guy, but they're that guy. Yeah, they're that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like they're being that person. Yeah, like clearly you think a lot about how. People think the news is fake or whatever. And, oh, do you know what? What? Okay, I got to remember this because I remembered what I was talking to Asher about. Oh. Just now. About the fake news. Well, it wasn't about fake news, but it was how I thought that conservative values were more punk rock now. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll come back to that. Okay, come back to that. We'll so finish. Put a, put a pin in that. Finish. But this. but this guy it, it kind of connects to this cuz this is like a punk band and you know, punk-ish type band yeah. Yeah, in yeah, your yeah, face yeah. and whatever. Uh-huh. And, and they're talking about how like you think the news is fake like no, it's not. It's all fucking real. CNN is great. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" You know what I mean? Like, not not necessarily. Like, I get how someone who thinks the news is fake, all fake, is like, it's kind of funny. But at the same time, that view is like, to me, seems a lot more edgy and like traditionally punk rock rather than trying to be like. All, like all of the news is fucking real, you douche. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not, so that's just, not punk at all. Yeah, just like, not at all. It just really confused me. And so I, I, it turned me off in that way. But I'm also sick of being like I'm done like with the political affiliation fact. Like all the political stuff is just really like tiresome. Like we've already talked about this stuff. It, it just gets you know really just kind of boring and it's it's boring at this point and i'm just like waiting for everyone else to be like oh yeah like maybe we overreacted and it's happening slowly and so once everyone else catches up to where i am you mm-hmm. know on mm-hmm. the on the political like um right. the political enlightenment um until then i'm just gonna stay checked out you know hmm. because i already figured i've got it all figured out yeah you know? Uh-huh. And uh not yeah, well, no, not okay. actually. No. I mean no, it's fine, but you've reached a plateau of some relative stability, so <laughs> yeah. I mean why not stay no, there, you know? Yeah, no, I've reached a plateau where I, I'm not I'm not It's not like bothered. you've been a major player in like the political whatever it is oh, either I, way. So So if you retire, player. if you retire, I think it's fine. You okay, know what well, I'm saying? I'll be like, back. Yeah. It's a ten, it's a hiatus. <laughs> and I'll be back and I'll um, be rustling feathers. But no. Uh but so it's not it's not punk rock I don't know I I don't know sometimes I think that that is a response to like that period of time where um it's like a little bit of like the black square syndrome you know that like um they're so afraid that they're gonna get canceled from something else that they say that they have to have like that part that it's just very clear you know where they come out and make their like ideological statement right yeah but again like punk is 50 years 60 years old now yeah no and 50 years old and um well maybe not quite but it's getting there and it's not it's not the edge anymore no it's totally, I mean, Green Day is what most people think of as punk. Right. And that's over. It was over when Green Day put out their first album. It was already done. Yeah. Offspring, it was done. It yeah. was all, that whole wave, it was already done. Right, right. You know, and it's now just mainstream. I don't know. It's just mainstream people doing mainstream things, you know? Yeah. And you can't be surprised by it. No, it's not surprising. It's I just mean, funny. Metal makes me more surprised with a lot of these just outright like their their albums are just vile, vile shit. <laughs> right. And then they're just like, you know, um 
we see you, you know, like we love, you know, um, peaceful protests and yeah you know, all, and, and they just sure. like this this other side of them that you're just like oh, why won't you why would you even if you even believe that if your image is this why would you ever say anything even yeah. uh that's a good it's a great question something that's very much been confusing uh to me because they're afraid of the mob yeah, that's what it is. No, they I mean, are. truly. I don't know about these fucking jackholes that you're talking about, though. The what are they called? The vandals? What are they called? Viagra boys. The Viagra boys. Um, I don't know about them. They might just be total cuck lords. It's hard to say, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I think there is an element, especially about bands that existed at a time before the mob had existed, are worried. You know, the bands that are kind of bit not 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 totally established, but the ones that were kind of up and coming, and then all of a sudden the woke mob came. Those are the ones that are the most worried. Yeah. You know, because they got some fucking skeletons that they are worried about a little right. bit. And they just yeah. want to make sure that they're on everybody's good side so nobody goes looking. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then there are ones that have developed since that. Um, and then that's just incorporated into, like, who they are and how they feel yeah. that you need to be. You know, it's a huge pressure. I mean, like, if you are of a certain stripe of creative artist. When I was writing my book, you know, there was just endless people telling you from all directions, like, you you got to pass the Bechdel test. You have to have a strong female character. You know, if it's science fiction and, like, you're not, like, talking about, like, transsexuality or uh, all of the, the science fiction aspects of all of that stuff then like you're not gonna you know what I mean that's the stuff that needs to be talked about you know and like this political thing had taken over a good 70% of that genre yeah. you know and then there was the other 30% like the Orson Scott cards and all the fucking old weird dudes that were um what the fuck's going on you know what i'm saying and then there's the george r. r martins that were in the middle that were trying to like make everybody happy and yeah. like you know and um i'm glad i didn't listen to them you know and so when i wrote my novel like i just wrote the novel that i wanted to write you know yeah. what i'm saying like and you worry too much like you know but nobody wanted to look at my novel you know what i'm saying like i will send it to agents and they're just like you know, they look at my name and then they look at what I'm writing and they're just like, yep, no thanks. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, those people probably have a point as far as like if you want to sell something in the current climate to like this current amount of people if you want to but not sell but it's but it's not sell to an audience it's sell to the other people in the industry Uh, that's what you're that's who you're selling it to yeah nobody buys that those fucking books right nobody wants that shit at all you know what i'm saying that's why they're making fucking dune right nobody wants that fucking new the new water you know you know they just don't want it Mm -hmm. you know other than that very vocal like four percent of the population you know And they don't even want it. They just want to, like, fucking super support it and be, like, you know, the watchdogs of the fucking thing. I don't think they even read it. Yeah. And um, and it's all about selling it to the industry, the other people, the gatekeepers. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's and fuck what people want. You know? Yeah, exactly. We're producing this. Yeah. You know? This is what I made. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. No, that's definitely the, the approach with art in general. Um, but so like, what, what would you think about, what do you think about the idea? Cause I think we've talked about this before, but me and our, our good friend, our good buddy had a interesting sort of debate. And this was one of the things that I said that like really irked him, you know, because, <laughs> oh, I'll bet. Oh, I'll bet. because uh, maybe there's like, I just didn't even know that he was like defending or like a defender of punk rock. Or, well, he like, doesn't want to know that he's dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? He wants to be Fonz, but he's right. not Fonz. He's Mr. Cunningham. I don't... Full, the happy, day, happy Days. Oh, okay. okay. The teacher, Mr. No, Cunningham? Cunningham was the dad. Oh, okay. He was, he was the dad that the Fonz lived upstairs from. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And the Fonz always was banging his wife, I guess. Really? So that's just like a rumor. In oh, the happy days. They never really showed it. Right, right. They always have like weird... There were a couple weird shots in Happy Days. There's like one where Fonzie's just coming down from upstairs mm. of the family home. Huh. 
you know? Yeah. And he's like getting his leather jacket, and then the mom comes down a little bit later. Right. And like, but he's talking. There's, there's other things going on, but it's just like this thing that like hmm. they don't mention it. But yeah, it was kind of like a thing that the people that made Happy Days just kind of played with. You right. know, as like a fun like side inner yeah. in joke. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sure that made him really, really. Pushed a lot, pushed some buttons. Yeah, on that poor kid. Yeah, the poor kid. Yeah, poor kid. He um, and I mean, he he pushed back, and I, I think he had some good points. Like you know, you shouldn't necessarily like try to necess- like adopt all of those values just because they're the opposite of like the place that you live in, kind of a thing. Um, like that's not necessarily in good faith. He said um, that to you. Yeah. Um, that you were adopting conservative values because it was a reaction against where you lived. Yeah. Okay. And because like, because I was I was telling him I'm like, dude, it just seems like, you know, the establishment is like, like you gotta you gotta stay safe you gotta take the vaccine listen to the CDC you know and I'm like how is that yeah is that punk rock because I see all these people in masks <laughs> these punks I just gotten back from Northwest Terror Fest and I see these like totally decked out punk rock dudes with like their masks on and like double masked up and I'm like that seems I just can't wrap my mind around yeah, it you know yeah, what I uh-huh. mean yeah like why you're like oh, you, no we gotta stay we gotta protect the old people like I thought <laughs> punk rock people were like <laughs> spitting on grannies and shit you know yeah uh-huh. um, right. that's just kind of what I th- assumed like I thought it was like fuck everything but Asher's got like a much more uh I don't know if I should just keep saying his name, but whatever, fuck it. Like, you know, he's just got like a much more like political idea of what it's like. Truth to power is what punk rock is. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was just like embracing being a scumbag, you know, like I thought it was just like like the Sex Pistols. They're speaking truth to power. Mm. No, they're not. They're just like, well, we are scum. We exist. Fuck you. If you don't like it, fuck the queen too. Oh, you know, it's like, yeah, I guess it's kind of truth to power, but it's more like, mm. it's more like, look at these scumbags, you know. Well, um, okay. There's, there's. Let's talk about punk first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So punk initially started out as a music style and a fashion style. Right. Right? right, and the fashion style did exactly what you said. It made it made like it took the scumbags of the street and made that chic, chic. Right, right, yeah. And the Sex Pistols were really um, a creation of a dude that was in the fashion industry, and you know they were a vehicle for his store. You know that was kind of what the Sex Pistols started out as. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and he just got the dudes that had the right look and put them in there, and that's why Sid Vicious, none of them could play their instruments because that's the band was not there to play music. The band was there to fashion to show the, show the fashions right. of that thing. Yeah. Um, that being what it is, Johnny Rotten, the lead singer of the Sex Pistols, did have like some, you know, high school level like social political things to say in that yeah. album. Yeah. You know, that like um everybody's an abortion, you should have been aborted, mm. um, the queen sucks, anarchy's cool. Right. You know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's not you know, he hadn't read Marx yet, right? Right. Or whatever. Yeah. But right after that, that next flowering of bands that kind of came right after the Sex Pistols mm. or shifted their style just a little bit, the Clash has always been like politically very focused, you yeah. know. Um, and it was the 70s, so you had to kind of bury that a little bit more than you do today. But mm-hmm. the social aspect of punk came in very, very quickly, you okay. know. And then people like Dead Kennedys and uh, right. Bad Brains and all of that 80s group that wasn't the skate punk. Mm-hmm. The other punk was all very political political, and just exhausting as fuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so those people all got old and joined the state department right, right. so now so right. so now they are the people that are in charge of our society yeah right that's what i was trying to explain to them so that's the huge disconnect on the left and right. and the thing that 
is just destroying them from within is that they they are trying to be the rebel and the establishment all at once see i wish i could have you like feeding me lines when i'm in these discussions you know because that's a perfect way to put it that's what i was trying like i couldn't quite grasp what i was trying to say yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, ah, but it's just like. But we've had that. This, we've had the same conversation before, and you've said almost that same thing to me back. No, I know. I, I you know don't what I'm know saying. But we aren't. We aren't. Are, we aren't usually arguing at yeah. that thing. You know what I'm saying? We're just kind of like intellectually yeah. whatever. Exploring. And I was trying to keep it like I. I didn't want to have an argument. I wasn't trying to fight. I mean, that wouldn't. That, if you would have said what I said, that was not fighting. No, I, I know. Think that was fighting. No, I know, and I think that that would have been the perfect way to say it. But it's kind of like I was just sort of like already ready to be done with the conversation. You know, as I saw it ramping up, I was like, "All right, we can." But I don't want to fucking. But in the terms that we just talked about, I would take that. Due to the terms that we just talked about, I would take issue with what you said, mm. <laughs> in the sense that. The conservative values are not a new punk rock. Right. They're something different. Right. You know, they function in maybe the same space a little bit that punk rock did in like the 70s and the early 80s. Mm-hmm. But it's it's different in the sense that it does harken back to like traditional values. Yeah. And it is not the thing that is in power. On either right. side, you know what I'm saying? It's not a rebellious movement in and of itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just want, um, I don't know, we, but, like, they are not, like, the punks in the sense that they're out spitting on grannies or trying to start any of that sort of thing. Right. They want to have nice families and go into the park on the weekends or to the mountains on the weekends and just have a nice, stable yeah. life where, yeah. like, things move forward, right? Mm-hmm. And... um So they're not trying to, like, really rebel against anything. They are trying to hold on to whatever it is that they view as, like, their their lifestyle. Right. You know? True. So it's it's different than anything that would be, like, in that rock and roll counterculture thing. Yeah. It's the first time in my lifetime or your lifetime for sure or probably your parents' lifetime, that there has been a movement on that conservative side that is not entirely revolting. You know, because there have been some, like, neo-Nazi shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were kind of like, if you you operated in that space in the 50s and the 60s, you were not a nice person. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because the majority of the culture was still supporting the traditional values of the culture. Right. You know, but now that has really shifted and it intends to shift more. And so that group has grown or they're they're just more groups in that area. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But they're not... They're not the same as punk. I don't know, like, how I would... What I would liken them to. Yeah. Um, No, you're right. It's not... They're the kind same. of like they're cool. You know what I'm saying? There's a coolness to them that is not the counterculture coolness, but it's kind of like um I don't know, it reminds me of like the Watchmen or some shit getting back together, you know, mm-hmm. like where like oh the, the everything's gone to shit, so we're going to have to like just kind of make this parallel society where we make our draw our lines in the sand and move out from there and try to reclaim what was once ours. Yeah. You know, so it has like this real like King Arthur and his knights kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Where it's um King Arthur's the king, but shit darkness is on every side of that kingdom. You know what I'm saying? He is just like a fucking the head guy at the campfire when it starts out, you know, and he has to slowly bring people into and make order out of the chaos. You know what I'm saying? And that's what 
that's how I kind of see them seeing themselves in that part of the movement, which is diametrically opposed to the punk rock. Yeah. But as far as like how it stands against greater society, I think you're absolutely it's a yeah. keen observation because it fits in that same spot, and it's despised in with the same kind of fury that people despise the Liberty Spikes in the late seventies when yeah. you would try to walk down the street. Yeah. I mean, it's very much the same type of reaction. Like if you wear a Make America Great Again hat and you walk down the street, mm-hmm. the chances of someone trying to fucking knock it off your head or smack you in the back of the head are probably about as equal as if you had like Liberty Spikes and you were walking down the street in 1981. Yeah. And some people would think it was cool, mm-hmm. but a lot of people would say shit and a few would just kind of walk up to you and try to hold you down and fucking cut it off or right. whatever it is that they thought they were needed to do same with Beatles haircuts and all that sort of stuff happened my mother still tells a story about at this college party once this dude um, from Britain he was a guy from Britain that was like an exchange student at her at her college mm-hmm. and he was at the party and all these dudes held him down and cut off his Beatle hair damn just being fucking dicks that's fucked up yeah that's fucking crazy yeah no I've <clears throat> I've heard about that and um yeah, so it, it is interesting. That's the thing that I've noticed is that just the reaction to it is a lot similar to what I would have imagined. Yeah, the punk rock, the mm-hmm. reaction to sure. punk rock or, or, or right. those kinds of people. And obviously it's in a specific part of the country. You go somewhere else and it's just it's the status quo or whatever. Or it's like pretending to be the status quo. I think in certain, it's 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 weird because like in Wyoming, like okay, that place is um, very as conservative as it gets in, yeah. in in the country, right? Yeah. But still, like if you hang out with my mom in like her circle of friends, you know, and all of their families, mm-hmm. like you don't. You know, it's judged the same as it is here if you're, like, trying to wear a Trump hat. You know, like, there's one of the ladies that's in her book club whose father loves Trump. And, oh, my God, they all just, oh, my God, they can't talk enough shit about that guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nice guy. You know, I mean, like, um, (laughs) any bankroll and a lot of that fucking bullshit going on. You know, but they fucking, oh, my God, what? He's such a dick. You know what I'm saying? And my mom, you know, is friends with him. You know, like they call and talk to each other on the phone and she'll talk yeah. to him for hours because they get along. He's a nice guy. At the end of it, she's, oh, what a dick, right. you know, for for liking Trump, yeah. you know, whatever. But I think if you're off, uh, if you're in like uh, Mills, Wyoming, which is a little satellite community of Casper. Yeah. Um, and you're wearing your Trump hat like there, it seems like, you know what I'm saying? There you're. You're fucking good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Totally. And that's the kind of place that they wear the Trump hat, hoping that somebody says something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but they're not They're not going to. Right, nobody's going to go no out one... there and pick any problems with right, any of those fucking, Trump any people. of that oil field yeah. trash. You know, yeah. They're not going <laughs> to yeah. go out there and try to fight with those people. Because right. they're looking for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just very, you know... Um, working class but as you get more educated it gets like it gets um it gets uh weird and that's one of the huge like one of the sad things about um i don't know if it's sad but it's a disappointing thing is that you there's so many people that are so tied up in the glamour of intelligence you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. there's so many people that want the the window dressing of intelligence you know what i'm saying they want people to use like the right words and to talk the right way and you know all of this sort of stuff which is window dressing to what real intelligence is you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying that trump is truly intelligent right Right. you know i'm not saying that but he is a person that has a hard time communicating in a way that if he was intelligent that anybody would take him for what that is right 
my thing that made me the most sad during that whole period of time, and that's saying something because a lot of things made me really sad during that period of time, is that people couldn't separate, like, because there were things that Trump did that I'm like, oh, finally, motherfucker, finally, we're kind of holding China's feet to the fire. Right. Like, we've been needing to do this for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that I just, whether he's president or anybody else is president, these are like positive things for the country and the world. Yeah. And just because he was a ball sack, people couldn't separate that from the other thing. Right. You know, like the Abraham Accords and things like that. They just couldn't like let it go in the sense that like it's a good idea. And, like, it was executed by someone that you don't like, but we can still, like, you know, and there was, like, a mental breakdown there Mm -hmm. that is the definition of not being intelligent, right? right? If you can't, like, adjust your thinking with new information or different information than what you're expecting is presented, then you're not intelligent. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not adapting your thinking and becoming smarter and and more adaptive to your environment. You're doing something else. Absolutely. Oh, I want to make sure that we're still... Oh, is this the wheel of death? Okay. Sorry. That's okay. We good? Uh, We'll find out here in a second. I think we are. I caught it right before it went to sleep. But that's an interesting thing, and I'm sure it made Asher. I mean, I've argued with that kid before, dude, and I've argued with him like via text and other things, and he is not very um, rewarding to do that with. You know what I'm saying? Because he, um, I remember one time when he couldn't beat me in the argument. He told me, like, well, you know, I can just tell that you were educated in the 90s and your antiquated and your your antiquated ideas, you know, while consistent Mm -hmm. are just not in touch with what's really going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And, um, that's a nice, solid, logic based. Argument, and I just you know I'm like, oh, so in other words, you don't have any more arguments right. against what I'm saying, right? And he, mm. you've got to write it all off. Yeah, you know, it, it was uh, it's, it's, it was fun. It's, it's, he's he's like arguing with anybody else on the left. It's very hard. It's like arguing with like a right wing Christian in the in the 80s. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can talk about like the political and artistic merits of Black Sabbath all you want. Those fuckers believe that it's of the devil, and there's yeah. nothing you're going to say yeah. that's going to make them love the devil. Right. They're not going to fall for your devilry tricks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're corrupted. Right. And to listen to a corrupted person is to make yourself corrupted. Right. And so it's, it's again, like it's like so a, it's like a religion that. of it an is. ideology. It's bonkers. Mm -hmm. They go crazy in congregations, and they only get better one by one, Spetty. Huh. What's that from? Uh, It's from a Sting song, actually, but he's stealing it from somewhere else, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that sounds very accurate. Crazy in congregations, better one by one. Yeah. Uh, Very true. Yeah, people go crazy in congregations, but only get better one by one. Yeah, I mean, man, I would love to love to go in a little deeper with that guy about all that stuff because I was just like, oh, no, 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 I didn't want, I didn't want to, like, I still have to say my <laughs> piece, you know, like, I, but we don't, you know, we don't have to. No, we don't need to get don't into Don't stop this. proselytizing. <laughs> stop, and, like, there are parts where you're just like, you know, with, with some of the academic terms, uh, yeah, it's a lot of window dressing. He's like, I'm an anti- Trutharian mat- mascul- masculinian dialectish- dialectician, you know, which means that I believe that morals are, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the f- what the fuck he was saying, but there was terms for all of it, and there was like, uh, morals are like relative, and I was like, yeah. I was like, 
He's know. a Marxist. Yeah. I mean, he's a Marxist. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's, he's, he is a Marxist, yeah. and he has been trained in the group, in, in, in the school of argument that is not the platonic school of argument, which mm-hmm. is what you default to as a logical human being. Right. What he has been trained to do is the social critical. Right school which i will say or do anything i have to say in order to win the right the 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 moral argument yeah right all that all that is important is that the moral argument wins because we're good they're evil yeah and if logic doesn't help us logic too is evil right yeah because we like you there's going to be some bumpy years there's going to be a few million people that are going to have to be sent to the camps. Right. But when we get to over that hump, man, it's going to be better it's than it's be ever good. better than it's ever been. Why can't they just see? Yeah. Why yeah. can't they see it for themselves? Uh, they um they do. That's why they do it that way. No, I know. I just meant like that's I don't know what if they Asher think. does, that's but what that's... they are saying. They're like, "Why can't the, those poor people just see and just go along with it? Now we're going to have to put you in camps." Right. You know, they're sad that they have to put yeah, people in camps, do, you know, that they don't get it. We don't want to do this. Right. Like, we have to now. <laughs> right. You know? You're forcing us to put you in camps. Yeah. Yeah. Just agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it it's is crazy. it is really like kind of the argument that they're having. You know what I'm saying? And when it, if when and if it comes that way, they will. That will be the argument. Like we owe it to these people to try to save them. And we're going to have to gas the bad ones to save the good ones. Right. You can already see it. You know, you can see who those people in the group are going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But again, like the punk rock of the other side, I think, is going to be a little bit too impe- too appealing. Yeah. It's going to be too appealing. But like you said, it's not punk rock. It's got some, and that's what makes it real strong, is because it's got that sort of anti-establishment it abso- thing. It's absolutely anti-establishment. Right. But it's also, like, wholesome, and you don't just, like, die in a puddle like a lot of punk rock people. That'll be its, that'll be its long-term strength. Right. And that's why it will be the thing, rather than rock and roll, it'll be the thing that'll send on the new age of the next thousand years of conservative yeah. stuff, which will become very problematic again. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because we are just getting over one of those when rock and roll and all that shit came out, and it was desperately freaking needed. Right. But you can't put those people in charge. Right. You have to let them affect society, and then you put rational people in charge that have learned some of the lessons and some of the ideology of the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's motivations of Marxism that are positive mar- things that I agree with. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But like they have to be exercised by people that are rational mm-hmm. and looking out for the greater good and all of that sort of stuff. And the problem with an establishment is there's just no way they can't be the establishment. And that's what's going on with all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are taking down the American flag to put up the gay pride flag, which I get is a big empowering move. Mm -hmm. But, like, for everybody that's growing up under that, that's the establishment that you're looking at now. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so... There's going to be a period where these fuckers are going to have to decide, are we going to be the establishment? Are we going to still pretend like we're the... Because that's their power play. They're trying to be like the people that are fighting against them. We're fighting the power. We are the power, too. We're we're running it all. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Like when Pepsi is like, all right, like... You know, um, Pepsi is for queer femmes, right. you know? Right. Or here, like, is, uh, here is the DoorDash bottom-friendly menu. Did you see that shit that was out? No. During Pride Week or whatever? That's Do- DoorDash or somebody's like, here are the things that you can order to be like a bottom. They actually had an ad out. That's like hilarious. That. It was is it because it will, like, make your shit not you be as bad? You won't have much shit, yeah, uh, so you can just get fucking rammed right get, there on the street. <laughs> and no rammed. one's going to have to change their fucking pants afterwards. Right. <laughs> what a fucking dream come true. Happy pride. Yeah. Get rammed. Yeah. Huh. 
And and you see, like that's great. It, and if you think that like people like Richard Nixon were like easy to rebel against right. and to hate, yeah. the people that are trying to feed you like alfalfa beans so other dudes can ram you in the ass <laughs> are going to be even easier yeah, and more great. fun to rebel against. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fun. Yeah. You give those guys some power yeah. and it's just going to get so gross yeah. and inappropriate so quick yeah. that it's going to, yeah. Sure. It'll be some satisfying rebellion when the time comes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's coming. You know, that's why we don't have any, like, these long-running fucking um, cultures that were just, like, totally hedonistic and gay. Right. They just don't exist in history because they don't exist for more than one generation. Because like the Greeks? They, they're pretty gay. They, it's, it's a totally different thing. Like, right. they... They still, um, like, procreated with women. Absolutely. No, it right. was part of their culture that young dudes would have like older guy mentors right and those they would do some sucky sucky probably (laughs) with that you know what i'm saying but when that was over you obviously got married and then you had that whole thing until you got old enough to be one of the grandpa sucky sucky (laughs) in that deal (laughs) right and then you got your own little dude or whatever <laughs> and that was just how it was done you know because they had right. like the gymnasiums and it was part it wasn't like it wasn't like um it's so far removed you know that it's hard to like equate it with like gay you know what i mean like because right. it was it was like christmas you know like are you gay if you just like get rammed on christmas because that's what you do on christmas in your right. culture right you know what i'm saying and they never call it gay it's just like oh it's christmas it's time to get rammed you know what i'm saying right it's not like part of your identity right and the rest of the time you like got a girlfriend and, right. and a wife and kids and you're right. doing all that stuff but then it in December 25th right. and you go into a fucking room and some fucking right. guy comes in and just fucking gives it to Shows you. you Jesus whatever it is you know and then they give you like a you know a a, a jar of dates and like some ash on your forehead or whatever the tradition (laughs) is and you're done and you're off back to the thing you know so is is that gay because in a way like that's kind of what like the greek thing was okay you know people don't realize that like if you went back to like the middle ages and talked to somebody that would be like talking to somebody that lived on another world yeah i mean so alien to us yeah. in almost every way. Yeah. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That would be that would be crazy. That would be a real fucking trip if we And could then if you go back that. to ancient Egypt, it's just I mean I mean ancient Greece even like yeah. ancient Egypt would just be wow. I mean, I can't even imagine like what that shit would be like. Those people would be like, you know, I mean, other than their like the their bio their biological necessities were the same as ours, and therefore yeah. their culture is similar to we ours. Evolved around the same things. Yeah, so we had the same emotions and all that stuff. But man, as far as like worldview and all that stuff, it's just yeah. like crazy. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, like worldview, and to end this on a little bit happier note, sure. Um, remember the bees, Svenny? Remember how the bees, oh, yeah. the, 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 the bees are all dying and everything. Yeah, no, I was like, I, I, I really like that was a thing that I just couldn't handle. You know what I'm saying? The bees dying yeah. was so depressing That's for me when that started to come out. Sure. You know that I could never actually look into it very much to see what was happening, just because I felt I would be so. Um, devastated right yeah um i don't know why it affected me that way you know i guess just because i grew up in like in the backyard and my mom's house was just bees all over the place and i were always like considered we always considered them like really good even i got sung a couple times it was still like fucking so cool that they showed up every spring and all that stuff and so they're always been like a really special like animal for me or whatever and um it was just too much for me to like you know and always the headlines were always so just like 
fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Last Don't. summer with bees, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy. Kiss them goodbye. Enjoy the slow wasting of the earth. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but last night or the night before, I can't remember what it was, you know, I'm out, I'm doing a lot of like, you know, just weird, uh, watching a lot of new stuff with all the, with all the research that I'm doing, you sure. know, a lot of like just weird reports from different parts of the world. <laughs> but I found this lady from, uh, Germany or something that she speaks in, she speaks in English, of course, but she, um, is like just a scientist that does talks about different things. And she's like, so what the hell's going on with the bees now? You know what I'm saying? Because I've been noticing here at my apartment, you know, we have gardens here, you know, and there was like, it seemed to me like when we first moved here, the bees were pretty minimal, mm. you know, but like the last couple of years, like, man, we've had a lot of pretty good sampling of bees. Like we went out there right now, there would be a bunch of bees and all the little flowers and all the stuff out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So the bees have seemed to like be doing better here, at least from like my personal observation right and i was feeling like you know got a little bit of you know a little bit of um extra fuel in the tank as far as like emotional resolve so i'm like yeah. i'm gonna find out what the fuck's going on with the bees you know i'm saying this lady i've ta- listened to her talk about a couple things she's not like a super alarmist you know she's one of those people that like this is right about what they're saying and this is right about what they're saying da, 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 da. she just explains it mm-hmm. so i'm like this will be a good person that won't go overboard on it too yeah Turns out, um, yes, bees were dying, right? Um, and it was like a thing that honeybees were dying. Um, but they still have not figured out why the honeybees were dying. And this happened in like 2014, 2013. There's been a couple different periods where it got real bad that it would happen, Right. And sure enough, like millions of bees would occasionally die and sometimes like entire hives, like sometimes what they explain, like what, what would happen is like a lot of times, like all the workers in the hive would just leave and they would never come back to the hive and they would just leave like the brood and the queen there, which, which without, um, workers would, could not sustain itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was real weird and they mm-hmm. couldn't figure out what was happening to the bees and they thought for a while that it was like a parasite or a mite or different things that could be affecting the bees and they did indeed find that in certain certain circumstances and they've been studying it like a motherfucker for a long time. Um, but then she's like, but what they didn't tell you at the time and what they don't really talk about very much is really what raising honeybees is like right honeybees are such a thing that you can lose 75 percent of a hive and within like a month and a half that hive will be back to its full power wow because they propagate so crazily quickly yeah you know what i'm saying so she was showing like so if so you hear about all the bees dying and it being a huge mystery and on all of this sort of stuff and that's absolutely true but she's like look at these charts you know and she shows all of the different um continents and the bee populations of honeybees in those continents mm-hmm. and like a couple of them have gone up over the last like 10 years and everything else has stayed relatively the same I mean, maybe a small variation, some of them down or up, you know, but nothing that's like statistically outlined. So all of these bee populations that are dying absolutely, like almost immediately have replaced themselves, you know, and the hives that completely died out. Obviously, there's those other bees that will take over that spot. Right. But the bees are still dying for reasons that we don't quite get. You know what I'm saying? And they think that also like, um, 5G. Well, they don't know. I mean, like the the wild bees too. They think because there are there's the honey honey bees are from North Africa and Southern Europe, and so they are an evasive species. Um, everywhere else in the world. Okay. You know, so ever so like we have wild bees that coexist with those honey bees here, 
and we th- and they think there's not really any way to like really keep a close tabs on the population of wild bees, but they think that the wild bees are suffering the same things that the honeybees are suffering from. Mm. But there's no way to like. They they did a huge study where they looked at everything for like the last twenty years, and they're like all of these reasons that have been cited are indeed reasons, but nothing has been enough to show any causality of why the bees are dying. Hmm. But the bees replace themselves almost immediately. The problem is, is that wild bees who don't live in hives and they aren't social, they're pretty much solitary animals until they breed. And like the female bees will just like plant the larva and then they leave and then the larva hatches and they got more bees or whatever. We don't know how well they are reacting and responding to like the unexplained deaths hmm. but everything seems relatively okay all right as far as the bees go <laughs> or at least not like overly awful it's not completely fucked it's not completely fucked well when you started mentioning this i you know on my walks around the neighborhood uh especially in the lavender plants oh shit yeah they love that they lavender love oh They're they all love around it. it yeah yeah so and there's bunches of them yeah right tons yeah so, I mean, that's a good point. Like, I, I, I remember when that was going down, and uh, it's still weird that we don't know why. Right. You know? Um, it's, a, it's a weird weird mystery. I hope they don't go anywhere. I hope it's not because of any of... My mind always just goes to, con- like, con- conspiratorial reasons first, but I'm glad because I don't latch now anymore. Yeah. Well, it's just weird that like they are an invasive species. So it's like we're, we've taken all these animals to areas of the world that they're not meant to live, and then we're like, oh, they're died off like crazy. Like, what's going right, on? Right. So they could die off in North America. It's not like we would. Like, what do we need them for? You know. Well, I mean, they make honey and they pollinate a lot of shit. You right. know, I mean, but they make honey. Right. Yeah. They make honey, and they, they, uh, they're they're part of the plant food the plant food chain thing like they're a key part right not really i mean the wild bees are okay i mean you'd need the if if humans disappeared you'd need the wild bees but the honeybees would survive because there's flowers that they can eat on but really like the honeybees like um eat off they just eat like junk it's almost like they're eating just like junk all the time because they're not living in their right environment either pollinate isn't that the big thing? Is they do pollinate, pollinate stuff, but mostly wild bees are the ones that pollinate the uh, local plants. Oh, I see. Yeah. And the honeybees will pollinate some plants, you know, but mostly honeybees are kind of like cattle. That America, that, that human beings oh, bring them into areas and they set up honeybees. And of course, some honeybees in certain areas that the, that the environment is um, acceptable to them will set off and start their own colonies in the wild. You know what I'm saying? But those bees have all been brought to that area by man. Right. So, um, yeah, no, they, they do find, um, they obviously eat nectar and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, and they will like use bees to um, fertilize, not fertilize crops, but pollinate crops and different things, you know, that the honeybees will do. But there are like some plants that like turnips and stuff that there's a special bee that only can pollinate that plant and honeybee won't do anything, can't do it. Yeah. The, like the different things, you know right. what I'm saying? So like... Yeah, and so honeybees are also not really meant to just live off of all flowers all the time either. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to eat up the wild plants of, like, northern Africa and, like, the Mediterranean, hmm. you know, which are not, there's not a huge, the huge amount of, like, large flowery plants, you know, um, in that area. It's more of a desert, dry sort mm-hmm. of environment. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different profile. And so they're eating a lot of stuff that is not necessarily their diet, too. So again, like, why would it be so shocking that they were suddenly, yeah, dying off or yeah. whatever it is, you know? Doesn't seem. And they never really were dying off, right? Again, like it's all just kind of a bunch of like, I mean, the beekeepers were sad when their hives would disappear, but like the number of total bees was never going down, right? 
See, with that kind of stuff, I feel like there was a big round of it. I'm sure it's still out there. I just don't see it. But it's just like the natural, like nature is, the earth is dying porn kind of a thing. Yeah. Look at the seal in the muck. Yes. You know? And yes. Like, you know, and yeah, it'll be like real shit that is like sad, but then it'll be leaving out maybe some key things here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe some other things there where it's like, you know, and the conclusion is never fully drawn. That's key that you have, like, the reader draw the conclusion of the world is fucked. Yes. You know yes, what I that's, mean? Yes, that's the point of yeah. it. Yeah. That's the, the, that it, is the it's point, to but they, kill, like, lead you it's to It's to there. kill hope. Right. And. Well, the bees are dying, and mm-hmm. uh, you never knew how much they meant to you, but they're about to be gone, you know? Right, and then we're all going to starve, right. you know? But the bad thing about that, because, I mean, there was a bee problem, right? right. So yeah. that would be a good thing to study and figure out why the bees are dying and maybe prevent that. Yeah. But again, like, the bees don't really disappear, and then people hear about the bees for, like, three or four years, and then sure enough, there's still fucking bees. Right. And then they're like, oh, well... You know, I don't know if I can believe any of this other stuff or not. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Sure. It's it's like sensationalism to sell fear, but it's like you just you just don't deliver. Yeah, it just doesn't deliver. Well, yeah, and bees like are really popular because the killer bee thing was always like through my youth, like oh my god, the killer bees. They're coming up. They're the com- Africanized. Yeah. yeah, they're coming up from out a- Mexico. This is the year. Like, every right. year they'd be like, this is the year the bees are yeah. coming. Right. And then there was, like, the fucking hornets that were up in um, Washington, Washington too. Mm-hmm. Like, we are fucked. Right. The hornets are fucking here, and yeah. it's over, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe it is, but, I mean, it's fucking slow going. Yeah. Could so in fucking the South, that vine, which is horrible. But, like, they're like, it's just going to take over everything. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We won't be around to find I out. I think nature's pretty, pretty resourceful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we're. Like, I know it's. A, we shouldn't actively try to fuck nature, but right. it's like nature's gonna be fine. But people just get so worked up about that shit. Like I saw this other thing. Like, Scientists are worried that all the ice on Antarctica is going to melt. Yeah. And like. Where I mean, yes, maybe it is getting warmer and we've got some stuff, but like sea levels have not went up on the levels that we've expected at all. And so like where are we getting the idea that like that hundred mile thick ice, all of it's gonna melt in Antarctica at any moment and then we're all fucked. Yeah. And like who are the scientists? And all of this shit, you know, it just makes you start listening to like it's just it's 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 just like the doom and gloom fire and brimstone sermons of the old Christianity. Oh, devil's gonna get you, Spenny. You know, you're, everything you do is wicked and it's the devil at every corner coming to get you. Yep. You know, and if you don't... Buy organic. If you don't stay, yeah, exactly. If you don't donate to this church and stay in the straight and narrow, yeah, yeah, you're going to hell. And it's the same everybody's falling for it again it's so yeah. great oh so that turned out to be a really uplifting uh yeah. ending yeah the, the bees the bees baby i knew the it was bees gonna, are still I, here i knew it was gonna make it fun and educational Woo. at the end Woo. all right all right i'm out of here are you done yeah i'm done all right bye i love you guys Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.